Welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me, my friends. Boy, it's good to be with you. Sorry, this podcast is coming, uh, being released a little late uh, as I'm recording it. It's Tuesday, January 18th, 2022, just for the record that we're doing. So, hey, I'm just coming fresh off or, well, trying to refresh from the Children's Pastors Conference hosted by the International Network of Children's Ministries down in Orlando, Florida. Uh, it was a great great thing to gather with over 23, 2,400. I, I don't know exact numbers. Uh, we'll say over 2,000 for sure. Uh, children's ministry leaders from all around the country. And it was fantastic. I have to give a shout out to the team at INCM for regrouping and regathering and pulling it all together so that we could come together uh, for a much needed shot in the arm a booster to our spirits, a renewal to our hearts. And uh, wow, um, just phenomenal. I didn't get a chance to sit in on every general session, but the couple that I heard, the worship that I heard, and the comments and the feedback from everybody else. Hopefully, I'll get some folks that have been on the, been to the conference and we'll do a recap episode. But uh, we're going to have a lot of guests uh, coming from the conference. Uh, I was able to meet with a lot of different resource providers that were in the resource center for children's pastors conference or CPC as we know it. And I'm looking forward to bringing their ministries to you. There are some fantastic resources out there with my friends. And uh, so I want to share some of those kind of things. And I thought this was a great time to think about because I know a lot of young leaders and there were a lot of first time attenders uh, to the conference. This would be a great time to do an episode on I've got an idea. Now what? Uh, and so that's what we're calling this episode. I've got an idea. Now what? And if you're one of those leaders that loves new ideas, you love to create, you love to go, go, go. But sometimes you have a hard time finishing. Well, I hope this episode will help you. Um, the other thing I want to share with you is this episode is sponsored by KMC Coaching. Uh, KMCCoach.net is where you can find out more information. But uh that is my, my alternative ministry that I also do as part of the Kid Ministry Collective. And uh, KMC Coaching is a custom-built program, a journey that we take each coaching student on. Uh, every leader that signs up with KMC Coaching gets a personalized analysis and setup so that we can build into you as a leader and then into your ministry. So we look at how you're wired and why you do what you do. Then we look at your structures and systems and what do you have in place? What needs to be in place? What if God were to double your ministry next weekend? How would you handle it? What would you do? And we talk about life and we talk about soul care and we talk about how to prevent burnout and overwhelm from taking you down. So if you're interested, there are a few slots open for this first quarter of 2022. And I would love to talk to you. You can get a free info call. Just uh, go to that KMC coach.net. All right, well, let's dive into this. I have an idea. Now what? Because, you know, a lot of us can get paralysis by analysis. We can go to a conference and come away with a thousand shiny new pennies. 
uh, and think, oh boy, I've got all these pennies. Now you get them home, you get away from the conference, life starts to happen again. The, the train ministry train is rolling and you're like, how in the world am I supposed to get new things on this moving train? Well, I want to help you with some things because I know a lot of leaders struggle with this. So let's break down a process. This is a process I use in KMC coaching, um, but I've used it with lots of other leaders as well. And I hope it will help you today as you're listening. So you might want to grab a piece of paper and write some of these ideas down. And uh, I hope they'll help. So first of all, when you get a brand new idea, when you hear something at a conference, you need to break it down. You need to break down the pros and the cons that if you were to implement that idea, what would go well and what wouldn't go so well? Think about it. <laughs> Role play it in your mind. What would go fantastic and what might not work so well? You know, sometimes we get new ideas from leaders and we think, oh, I can just go home and plug and play and implement this. But sometimes we can't because of a lot of different things. In fact, Question two is, are you considering your culture and your community? One of the important things you need to understand as you listen to presenters and their ideas, or you read something on the internet, you have to consider what their culture and their community was like first. It's just like reading the scriptures. We have to understand culture and context. We need to understand what was happening in Bible times so that we can kind of get a better understanding of what it means to us now. Well, it's the same thing with a new idea. You need to consider the culture and the community that the person that's sharing the idea is from, and then you need to compare it to your culture and your community. What may work somewhere else may not work exactly the same in your culture and context and community. So you have to consider that. Sometimes that's where leaders really fall on their face and have things self-implode because they haven't considered that. And they just tried to plug and play something that they thought might work for them too. You also need to consider your style. Does it fit your style? Is it you? Uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll be fully transparent. When I was a younger leader, there were many times I heard things at a conference and I thought, oh, I can do that. I can implement that. That's exactly what I need. And you know what? I never considered if that was really my style of leadership. Sometimes I tried to change the way I spoke, the way I led, because I saw somebody else doing it. That comparison monster, yeah, that's a dangerous and toxic thing to be thinking about. And if you don't consider your style when you're implementing new ideas on how you would roll that out, you know, some leaders can just push it out there, demand it. Other leaders need to woo and, and win their teams. So, especially if you're a newer leader in ministry, if you're just getting started, I would encourage you to build that trust first, build collateral with your team, serve them, love them, listen to them, implement some of their ideas before your own. Then as you learn your own style of leadership, you can start leading forward. Another good question to ask is, is this really needed now? Sometimes the, urge, the, the urgency of things isn't really there, but we feel like it is because maybe we're spinning our wheels and we're just desperate to find something to plug in. I've done that too. I got so desperate at times 
that I tried to grab at things because I wasn't spending enough time in the word and in prayer and asking God for the creativity that he has inside of me. I was letting self-doubt creep in and thinking that I wasn't creative enough. So I had to go steal somebody else's idea. And then I had to go, this is now I got to plug this in. Now I got to do this now. You know, I came home from conferences going, Ooh, I got to do that right now. Problem is, and you'll, you'll discover this. And this is where the enemy hits us so hard when we come away from a conference is not everybody shared that experience. Not, not everybody's excited about that idea as you are because they weren't there. And so you have to ask yourself, is this really needed now or should I put it on hold for a little bit and show people why it's needed and when it will be needed? Another great question to ask is, is this going to meet a real need or is this a need again that maybe is not a big a priority as I thought? See, sometimes we can look at things and think they're priorities and really they're not. And so we have to figure out is this going to help something? Is there really a need there? And sometimes we need to go to conferences knowing what our needs are and then going to the breakouts that meet those needs. Sometimes we just go to breakouts because we, you know, I, I found myself, I got into a habit of attending some of the similar breakouts every single year, but yet not implementing anything. Why? Well, because it wasn't needed. It was because I wanted to attend those things. <laughs> I, I was curious about those things but it really wasn't helping grow my leadership or my ministry. So you have to think about what is needed right now, what's needed in my community here in the future, and how do I move the needle forward and push forward on those things? I think another thing is, how is this idea going to affect other things that we're currently doing? Is it going to take more volunteers? Is it going to require more time of them? Is it going to take volunteers from other places <laughs> or am I going to need to recruit from other places? How much is this going to cost? What's the budget? What will it do financially to us? What space is required? What equipment is required? <clears throat> Sometimes we have to think about these kind of things and, and we have to weigh the cost. We're told in scripture that we're to measure things and we're to weigh them out. So. We need to really think about this one. This is a powerful question. What will it impact? What will it, what's the true cost of implementing an idea like this? Sometimes we need to wait a little longer or we need to just step out in faith. Sometimes we're so afraid to do something because we, we are afraid we don't have enough and that scarcity mindset creeps in. So there's a balance to these things. Don't go one side or the other. Don't go to the extremes. Stay in the middle with the Holy Spirit and let him lead you because he'll show you. If you're not sure how it'll impact, talk to some other leaders and ask them. Say, here's the idea I'm thinking about. Here's the pros and cons. Here's, here's how I feel it will affect our culture and our community. Here's, here's how I think I can roll this out in my style. This is why I think it's now is the time. And here's how it's going to impact. Yes, we're going to have to, maybe we're going to have to stop a program that's not been so successful, that's draining on our teams, draining on our budgets, draining on our space. And we're going to replace it with something new. If you have it all figured out, if you've got it written down, then you can show your senior leaders that you've well thought this out. And they're more apt to go for it and try it. <clears throat> 
excuse me, another question to ask is, will this create margin or will it create madness? One of the things you've heard me talk about, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time is you've got to have a godly sustainable pace of ministry. If you as a leader are running at an unhealthy pace, you're leading your volunteers and your families to an unhealthy, sustainable pace and really an unsustainable pace because that's where burnout comes. I just saw some research that 68% of people, regular people, not in ministry, are feeling burned out because they haven't used vacation time. Listen, that's scary and that affects the church. We know that leaders are considering quitting all the time. Maybe that's you. So part of the reason you got to ask yourself why you're there and why your people are there and why they're not supporting things is maybe because you're creating more madness for them and not margin. I had a good friend of mine tell me simple scales, meaning the simple things grow greater than you think. It's not always the big stuff. So maybe this year, again, you simplify a few things. Maybe as you're rolling out this new year, we're, we're only 18 days into the new year, there's still time to re reset and refocus your ministry calendar so that you allow margin for people, for your volunteers, for yourself. So will it create margin or madness? Might want to star that question. Can we test run this idea without pinching anybody? Meaning, can we do this without upsetting the apple cart, making people mad? Let me tell you, one thing I've had success with over the years is saying to my teams, hey, we're going to test this out for, for one quarter. Just run with me for one quarter. Give me feedback. Help me figure out, is this something that we can sustain? Is it going to create margin for us or madness? Is it going to impact us in a positive way or a negative way? Is it going to drain our teams, our, our budget, and our space? Is it going to help our community or, or not? Is it meeting a need right now or not? So let's test run this. Let me tell you, people will give you grace when you say this is a test and only a test. Try it. Try it. It's amazing the responses you get. Rather than, hey, we're rolling out this new program and then it burns up in six weeks and people are frustrated and mad and they look at you like, what kind of a leader are you? Do you even know what you're doing? Yeah, that happens because we fail to test. Scripture talks about testing and seeing what God's perfect will is. We need to do that. One of the last questions I'll give you. This is a lot of questions to ask, but they're powerful and they help you process. Is can we fail forward? If we fail, does it move us forward or does it push us backwards? I think sometimes we forget that we need to consider what happens if we fail. Now we don't get stuck there and we don't want to spin our wheels there, but we have to ask the honest question can we fail forward? Can we fail and learn and grow from this and not cost ourselves leadership collateral? Because every leader is given a certain amount of collateral, some trust, tokens, if you will, 
and you play those tokens and that trust chip every time you bring out something new or you ask of some someone and if you use up all your chips in one thing and you don't grow from it it may cost you and it could eliminate any kind of trust that you have or you need to have when harder things come along your way so I just wanted to encourage you guys with these things. I, I, I love you all, and I, I'm praying for God's amazing ministries to happen this year, praying God to raise up new things. I want to see the body of Christ growing and seeing the kingdom grow more than ever, because we don't know how much time we have left, folks. We just don't, and we can't take any days for granted, both for ourselves and for our teams and for our ministries. So we need to be asking, God, what are you doing? And where can I join you? God, show me the creativity you've instilled in me. Don't you ever say, I am not creative enough. Don't think you have to crowdsource every single idea on Facebook groups. Get on your knees before the Lord. Get your, the word open. Fast and pray if you have to, but lean into the Holy Spirit who is the giver of wisdom. The book of James says, if we ask for wisdom and don't doubt, God will give it to us in abundance. Listen, my friends, as you evaluate these new things, these new ideas that you have, don't be afraid to push forward. Don't be afraid to try something new. God's a God of new, and we're in the new now. So let's be bold. Let's be courageous. Let's use the abundance that God has resourced us with and watch what he does. If you need help, if you're stuck, if this scares you, if you need someone to process with, you don't have a network to do, reach out. Check out the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group and, and re ask questions in there. Or if you need help, check out kmccoach.net. Schedule a call. I would love to help. I'll work with any budget. You just have to be willing to invest in yourself. Because if you're not willing to invest in yourself, then I can invest in you. And I believe in you. And I believe that God wants to do a great thing in and through you. Every listener of this podcast. I'd love to hear from you. How do you process something new? How, what do you do when you get a new idea? I hope you'll share that in the Facebook group. I'd love to hear it. Hope you'll stay tuned for another episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast. We've got some great conversations coming up. Next episode is going to be with Keith Farron. And we're going to talk about kid men in the Bible. It's going to be a great conversation. We've got lots of, again, great guests coming up, great resource providers that we met at CPC. And be watching the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group. We've got some brand new features that we're unveiling and rolling out. We're trying a new thing in the KMC uh, and we can't wait to share it with you. So God bless you. My name's Tom Bump. Thanks for listening and join me again for another episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe 
and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.